Greetings, wayward travelers. Come on in, take a seat, and welcome to the Ecrium Expeditions. I'm your dungeon master, Logan Hanley, here to spin you and the adventurer you see here before you a yarn through the lands of Ecrium. Before we get started, uh, we have a few. I double checked. I double checked. I double checked the 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 audio because I'm sitting here going freaking out about that now. Um, which I know is fine because I like looked over at it four times now. Um, <laughs> couple of announcements, a couple of shout outs. Uh, first and foremost, the happiest of birthdays to our young halfling bard Perrin, aka Rene Beauregard, the rock of Dragon Rock, mm. uh, who y'all can see and have probably already wished happy birthday in chat uh, pretty thoroughly, but please do so if you haven't. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Shout outs. Uh, thank you to Brianna Flame, who created all of these amazing overlays that you'll see here today, as well as in the future. Thank you to Esoteric. Oh, I got to do stuff while I'm doing this. Uh, thank you to Esoteric, who is the cartographer uh, who helped craft and create the maps of Ecrium that you guys will see at some point or you may see on other streams uh, on the channel. Thank you to Deltastic, the amazing, amazing artist who created all of the art that you will see of not only uh, Professor Hale, but of all of the other characters uh, in the campaign. And then last but not least, Adrian Von Zeigler, uh, who is the composer of all of the music uh, and ambiance that you will hear throughout the campaign. Uh, there may be some others um, kind of splashed in at some point, but I mean, he has a compendium of 400 damn songs, so I feel like that, um, that's not going to get old anytime soon. Um, yeah. Uh, and then on to our sponsors. If I can spell the word sponsors right. There we go. Um, first off, Dragon Rock RPG, which uh, is a combination of Daniel Lieberman, Lieberman and Rene Beauregard. They bring a very unique and creative... Uh, or they bring unique and creative content to the TTRPG community through classes. I need to stop saying classes. They're going to kill me because every time I say classes, they only have to help Jordan. Uh, subclasses, races, backgrounds, um, and other homebrew content that they've collaborated with world builders and dungeon masters on. Um, so yeah, check them out. They have uh, a, their latest release was a series of barbarian subclasses. Uh, that were all pretty pretty cool and pretty interesting. Um, next, Umbral Oculus, uh, the amazing Terran who crafts... Um, come on, you can do it. It doesn't want to... There we go. There we go. There we go. Amazing quality, uh, handcrafted dice. Um, yeah, so head over to Umbral Oculus, check out her stuff. Uh, they have tons and tons of different options. Uh, some of my favorites are the Druid line, 
that she's been working on uh, where she sprinkles in like skulls and mushrooms and like a bunch of different like I don't know it's really cool go check them out um, and then last but not least the initiative order who is an or well who are uh, an amazing TT uh, RPG community of players and creators who want to see um, inclusivity and growth within the TTRPG community um, and they have a bunch of community games they have a bunch of uh, you know one shots and content like that they also do a bunch of charity fundraisers as well uh, so make sure you go and check them out as well uh, but yeah so now I think it's time for the once bald and bearded now haired and bearded Ronan Fox, uh, would you mind introducing yourself to us all, please? What's up? I'm Ronan Fox, um, <clears throat> TTRPG streamer and Twitch streamer, uh, and uh, I'm on there every Sunday and Monday, and I build content for tabletop games. Uh, so we world build on Sundays, and we do adventure builds on Mondays. Um, and I am here in Ecrium, playing your lord and savior. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm playing a wizard uh, named, well, we'll call him Professor Hale for now. Um, but yeah, that, that's me. Awesome, awesome. All right, let me do this with my iPad. Store it over here so I can roll some dice. First and foremost. I've never been this nervous to play a TTRPG before. My Dude, this gosh. is my second, this is my second, like, this is the second episode and I'm sitting here already sweating. Um, the, the light that's coming through at the top is like the steam that's emanating from my eyebrows onto my glasses, which is really disgusting, and I apologize. Uh, first and foremost, community dice pool. Um, I pulled out specifically learning from uh, what we did with art, specifically the dice that Ronan will be using tonight. I'm going to roll those really quick, set them aside, and that's a pool of dice that, that Ronan can use during this, uh, during this um prologue episode to potentially help him or hinder him depending on how they roll but they're black light you can't really like they're all blank until i take a, a black light to them and uh give them a nice little shine to see what what number they they have on them <sighs> all right you ready <laughs> sure sure that's confident uh really confident i love it uh but all right so, Professor Hale, you find yourself sitting in a muddy terrace, looking down at the ground, the rain soaking your hair and your clothes, puddles in the mud around you and a glisten of orange and red firelight just on the peripheral, like just on the edge of your vision. Your hands covered in blood. In the distance, you can hear the screams of Coda. The fire flaring and, and, and dimming and flaring again. You can hear beside you the heavy breathing, or the shallow breathing, I'm sorry, of Vivka screaming out of a name only partially can't make out the whole word surrounding you almost endlessly corpses 
The rain continues to pour down and continue to drench you as lightning cracks all around you. Your arms and hair, you know, the hair on the ends of your arm start to stand up as lightning again cracks down in front of you. You jolt back, your head almost staring into the sky. Everything goes black. And you awaken once more. This time, inside of a cave. This cave, very dimly lit, a small torch hanging on, or in a uh, sconce, in in one end of the room behind you. Nothing else to really discern where you are or what could await await you. What would you like to do? Actually, I'd before like... you do, please describe yourself to us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so he is um, just a simple human, uh, and he's got sort of pale skin, kind of a tall, lanky fella. Um, gorgeous ebony locks <laughs> um he's got uh probably if he's sleeping he's not wearing it currently but he has a, a a robe that he fashions and um sort of the uh sort of baggier pants with the sort of uh, engineer style boots um that are probably kicked in mud right now so uh and then he's got um a side holster for uh his book which is what he'll be doing he'll pull that out and uh, feverishly try to uh, jot down the things that he's seen, which is page after page of, of the same thing. The first thing you notice is that as you kind of stand up and begin to collect yourself, your clothes are dry, your boots clean, and as you reach into your holster where your book normally resides, empty. Uh, I need to feverishly look around for it. Right, go Is ahead. it anywhere around me? Go ahead and give me a uh, perception or investigation check. Which okay. right now is just either a wisdom or intelligence roll. Uh, okay. Solid. Uh, good first roll for me. Um, that is a... Uh, which one's int? Is that... Uh, investigation is a six. A six. You look around feverishly, frantically, like the couple stones that are there you're lifting up, and like they're only like baseball size. So you're like, yeah, there's no way. Like you're pretty certain there's no way your book is underneath, but you're still doing it. Um, This room, other than the torch that is hanging in the sconce on the wall, is completely empty. Is this my first time waking up here? This is for okay. you've you've never been in this place before. This is a brand new uh, experience for you. What is going on? It's got to be here somewhere. It was here. I, 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 it was, it was here. It was. I was here. It was with me. It's got to be here somewhere. And I'm gonna sort of make my way towards the mouth of the cave. Just just keep looking to see if it's there. So there there isn't quite a mouth in this uh, cavern. I'm sorry. Cavern, not a cave. Uh, There isn't quite a mouth. The only, like I I said, the only thing that you can discern is really anything of import is the torch in the sconce. Okay. Um, 
and my vision's probably not so great. So uh, well, yeah, I am going a, to. You're a human. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yay! I picked all the good stuff. Um, I'm gonna walk over and um, attempt to to pull the torch out of the sconce. As you do, the uh, torch comes out pretty freely. It's a little heavier than like what you'd imagine. Um, stone with like a little uh, cap at the top, iron cap at the top that houses either some sort of magical flame or just something that's remaining constantly burning. Uh, and as you pull it out, the sconce itself, like the handle of the sconce itself, shifts downward. And before you, the wall, part, part of the wall, maybe about five, six feet wide, opens up into a set of staircases that climbs upward. Okay, um, so he is interested in that, uh, but first it dawns on me that this is the first time I've woke up here, so I want to do just a quick, since I have the light now, sort of assessment of myself, like, do I look thinner than I normally look, do I look, you know what I mean, like, how, just a quick sort of assessment of, of, of oneself. Yeah, uh, give me a medicine check, so just be straight wisdom. Two fives in a row, so it's five. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, looking yourself over, everything seems to be in order. You don't seem like maybe you haven't had a little to eat in like a couple days, but like you're not like super, super gaunt uh, or starving, right? Your clothes all look similar color and, and um, like they're all well maintained. Um, yeah, everything seems seems normal to you. Okay, so I want to sort of hold the torch up above head a little bit, or maybe two hand if it's not that strong, uh, and then try to see if I can, how far I can see into the sort of uh, entrance that was just made. Mm -hmm. Holding up the torch, you can see about 30, 35 feet in front of you, give or take. There's a little, like there's a portion where the fire stops, and like where the light from the torch stops, and you can see a little bit beyond it, but just continued stairs straight up. So it is just a staircase straight up, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, then I will ascend slowly. Right. You start to climb. Two minutes goes by. Three. Five. The stairs continuing to go upward and upward every minute. exhausting confounded place is this is there any markings or any identifiers on the, like the walls or, or anything like that uh, go ahead and give me another investigation check those have been going really well <laughs> oh okay cool uh, investigation plus one that would be a uh, dirty 20 yeah so as you climb um, and we'll pull it back just slightly uh, but as you're climbing, you see in Draconic um, a similar repeating phrase. Um, it says, and it's like almost like word, like a one word at a time. So like if you weren't, like if you hadn't caught onto it early enough, you would have had to go to the end and then repeat it o over again to figure out what like the back half or the front half um, meant. But it okay. says, in times of trial, 
the path we can see blind or the path we see can blind us to the path we must take. I can repeat that if you'd like. No, I got it. Um, okay, so when he gets to the end of that statement, however long he's been walking, um, he's going to look up and then he's going to set the, I'm going to set the torch down on the step that I'm at, however far up that was. Okay. And then I'm just going to put my hand on the wall where that was it is it inscribed into the wall like is it like yeah it looks like it's carved or etched into okay. the into the wall yes so i want to put my fingers on that and then kind of keep that as my grounding source and then continue to walk up until i'm out of light okay you walk to the point where turning around you could only see the faintest like inclination that there's a light source at the the end behind you and as you stand there, kind of at that point again, in the darkness, um, the runes that you've kind of been following and following the inscription of as you're walking begin to light up this kind of dull, uh, like burnt orange. And you hear echoing from above you, at what you'd imagine to be the top of the staircase, a shifting of stone very similarly to the one that had first led you up the staircase. Okay. Um, this is insanity. Um, do I have the cantrips that we talked about? Not yet, no. Okay, cool. That's important. Um, then I'm just going to think to myself. <laughs> uh, he's going to, I'm going to try to make a mental note of, um, the, the cave where I woke, not necessarily how many steps, because I don't think I would remember that, but just about how long I was walking up the steps and then the, the, the way I got up there. And then I'm just going to make a mental note of all that and then continue on into the new opening. Yep. And the interesting thing is the light from the inscriptions is now uh, enough light, dimly lit enough for it to guide you the rest of the way up. Okay. Only takes you about another minute or so to climb up the remaining set of staircases before you are in a second cavern. Uh, this one's smaller and a little bit more um, like crafted, so it's a nice like square room. Um, okay. And in the center of the room is a pedestal, and in the center of that pedestal, you see a very familiar book. There you are, and I will walk briskly up to it. You walk up to your missing book. Uh, it's there, does not seem to be open. Whatever latches or mechanisms you use to keep it closed, I'm guessing it's either like leather bound or you have like a nice little, like, yeah. metal. He's got latch. like a little, it's a, yeah, it's a, his is a simple brown leather, little filigree around the edges, and then just a, like a brass, like, cl uh, clasp on it. So as you pick it up, are you picking it up or are you just. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You pick it up. The pedestal that it was on shifts downward into the stone. Does anything happen? 
and when it reaches the floor level, it becomes like completely flush with the floor, almost as if it was wasn't even there to begin with. And on the far side of the chamber, two wooden doors manifest and push open. Welcome to tier two. Okay. <laughs> so at tier yeah, two, at tier two, you get access to whatever weapons you have, whatever skill, uh, you gain proficiency in whatever skills you have, uh, also proficiency in whatever tools and languages, uh, well, languages is a given, um, mm -hmm. any tools that you have, and then you get two cantrips, for, or as many cantrips as your class would normally get. I think for you okay. it's two or three? I think it's three. three. Yeah, it's three. And which three cantrips did you choose? I chose uh, Mind Sliver, Friends, and Encode Thoughts. Encode Thoughts. Alright. Which, if I have access to, uh, I'm going to cast now. Uh, encode Thoughts. Okay. Um, so basically, he'll open the book, flip to that page, um, and he'll sort of reach up to his temple and close his eyes and then kind of just pull out a little purplish type sliver of material that manifests into uh, a thread uh, as it gets pulled out and then he just sort of uh, takes it and then wraps it around almost like a bracelet around his wrist um, so that is and basically what he was doing was he was encoding the memory of basically how he got here The doorway before and right the um, before you nothing else to script in the room um, go ahead and give me an investigation check now with profic proficiency I would imagine so it's a plus one yes. instead of a plus two okay, it's another five so what? it's a six I, I don't want to ask what dice you're using but do, are they are yeah. they um, they're, they're not they're not they're not they're, they're not, not okay yeah, cool. they're not I'm, sponsored die. Taryn, your die, if you're there, your die is out of jail, by the way. I don't know how long yeah. it'll be out of jail, but it's out of jail. At least for the first roll of tonight that I roll. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, but uh, looking around, um, you can see other like markings and uh, in one corner etched in very similarly, I think like the best way to describe it would be like in prison or like if you're like stranded on a desert island, tally marks. Okay. There seems there seems to be about ten of them. There are a couple that are like look like they were started and then stopped. kind of just want to go over there before I go through the doors and just kind of run my fingers along them. Um, no no super important reason. He just feels compelled to kind of just go over there and take a closer look, one, and then two, just to kind of acknowledge their existence. Okay. Yeah, as you place your hand on there, um, the stone wall, or like the wall of this cavern, doesn't to you feel like what normal stone would it's almost 
not soft, but it's it's like spongy almost. It still has like a very very hard consistency, but like it has a little like as your fingers touch has a little give. Hmm. Noted. And then I'll proceed through the door. Doors. As you go through these two uh, wooden doors, you step through and the doors <laughs> shut behind you. And torches on either end of this hallway start lighting their way maybe about 20 feet in front of you to a small um, oh my god what's the word um, like altar at the far mm. end and from where you are you could very easily see it uh, on top of this altar there's two little like spokes like holding spokes and laying across it is a solid stick of what looks to be like granite or some sort of like hard rock crafted into a rod-like shape and at the far or at the right end of it spouting from it uh, is a head of amethyst just poking out in all different directions okay um once again no real reason to fear anything yet so um he will walk up towards the stick and get a closer look get about halfway about 15 feet out from this stick and the altar when you hear a voice who who are you and why why are you here um you can call me Hale and I I don't know who are you I am we. That is all. Hail means to know now. Okay. Um. Do you. Do you mean me harm? To remember, to forget, I, I don't, I don't know. And I, oh, go ahead. Just. I want it to stop. You start to see Actually roll me a roll me a persuasion check. Hey, Taryn, thank you. It must be a Ronin thing. It must be a Ronin thing. That was a good roll I just, for a I just got a natural twenty, so All shut right. up. Well it's not as bad as it's not as good as that. <laughs> But it's a good roll, respectively, for 
my umbral oculus dice. So I'm <laughs> very happy about that. It was a solid roll. You're not. You learned your lesson. Thank you. Um, and the silence kind of lingers for maybe about half a minute. And from behind the altar, rising up, you see this purplish, opaque, almost like fleshy mass start to rise. The head moist and almost like it just has that like natural like it looks wet constantly as this purple figure maybe only about two and a half three feet tall rises above the altar and floats about maybe five feet off the ground six feet off the ground uh, behind the altar its skin like I said purple two bulging uh, black eyes almost void of any light and four tentacles dropping down from its chin. I I don't I don't mean you or anyone else any harm. I, I don't even know what this place is or, or why I'm here. I I just want to leave or stay or I, I don't know. Come forward. Hail. Okay. And I'll take a step forward. And as you as you do the mass or this this creature doesn't increase in any size it's relatively small looks almost gnomish in size um, but it beckons you forward and it extends its tentacle one of its the two middle ones are significantly longer than the two outer ones and it extends one of the tentacles out towards you Will it... Will it hurt? Only if you aren't being truthful. If you're not being honest. I reach out my hand. And the tentacle wraps around your your fingers almost like a handshake continues up your forearm to about your elbow um, and you feel a pinch as multiple suckers start to latch onto you at the different points of your hand and arm your vision flashes you see almost scattered the same vision but in different orders one two five six different times your mind racing the same kind of thoughts and feelings going through your brains emotions of the situation itself uh and the unknowing the constant of no unknowing of which which one is the right one you pull back you're back into this chamber the tentacles slowly starting to unwrap from your arm And 
the two giant void-like eyes just staring at you. It's always the same, but different. Never comes with any answers. answers in the world around you. You just need to know where to look. At first... Mama. <laughs> You're good, Kids. buddy. You're good, buddy. <laughs> uh, but first, you must get out of here. What you saw was not was not in you, you truly perplexed for a second as not only he but Logan needs to figure out the right words um, <laughs> but what you saw are fragments of a story that you have told me dozens of times now. Me. Give, give or take, yes. Hale has told me. And how... Um... What if... What if I don't want to know the whole story? If you don't want the full story, Hale, I will see you soon. Again. And again. Maybe not any kind of where it points toward like your chest. Maybe not this Hale. But I have. But if I go forward, this pattern will end? They are, we motions down to the staff and if you go forward, you will be tested. And through those tests, you will learn small truths that will lead you to the greater answers you seek. Okay. Have I ever, any version of me, have I ever did ever make it past this point? We stands there for a moment, just staring at you, and you can just tell by. It's hard to tell because the eyes are just so lifeless, but you can tell with the little bits of like the above eyebrow movements that the answer is pretty obvious. 
Okay, well, suppose there's a first time for everything. I'll, I, I will be the hail to do it. And I will step forward and put my hand out for the, the staff. Not I won't, I won't make any aggressive movements, but. As your hand reaches for the staff, it hovers there for a moment before you're not quite sure how. It's almost like a, you blink your eyes for a second and you're grasping it in your hand, almost as if it floated up to you. Does it, does it feel familiar to me? In the sense of like a long forgotten memory kind of way. Um, okay. Like it feels familiar. Like there are definitely like you, you can hold it in certain spots. And this is a, like a, a quarter staff sized mm-hmm. um, piece of stone uh, topped with these amethysts at the top. Um, like it seems like there are are handholds that feel very comfortable to you and it's almost like the like your your mind is going huh like you're you're getting like there's that realization of like this might have been mine but you're not quite sure Mm -hmm. you quite don't understand how or why gotcha i will hold the staff in a comfortable position and then turn uh to the creature where where should we go and to emphasize the you and it we kind of motions back and forth don't go anywhere hail goes forward and the altar starts to shift and descend in a set of stairs are before you. Thank you. We thank you. Hopefully this is the last tale we'll see. One question before I go was was there any version of me here that you saw that wasn't afflicted by those memories Seeing all have felt okay, and then I'll turn and start walking down the stairs. As you uh, start to head down the stairs, it only goes down maybe about six or seven steps. You reach the bottom and turn and look up, and the altar begins to start rising from the ground where it was. It kind of formed one of the steps, like that top step. It starts to rise, and as it does, you look into Wee's eyes um, one final time before it shuts, and you hear two words. 
Floribus Ornum. And then Darkness. Again. Welcome to tier three. <laughs> or tier yeah, tier tier three. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so tier three, you get armor, which you're a wizard, so fuck you, you don't get any. Um, <laughs> and then um, you also get saving throws as well. Okay, cool. Which is intelligence and what's the other one? Is it wisdom and intelligence? Wisdom, yeah. Yeah. Um, additionally, become proficient armor. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just making sure I don't Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, you're in the dark yet again. The the walls and the floor beneath you become slightly spongier than the previous rooms. So I want to use the <clears throat> excuse me. I want to use the staff as sort of a canary. Uh, so I'm gonna it'll proceed every step that I take um, so I'll just hit it and then sort of walk my way that way as, as you know any indication of trouble I'll use the staff to ho hopefully suss out All right. you go on for two three minutes the staff hitting the ground before you or tapping the ground before you but it's not the, uh, the rhythmic like of stone on stone it's almost like stone on like flesh or like moss like it's not necessarily moss it's like a squishier moss right where it's like a it makes almost like a semi slurping noise this is fine we we trust we right right The room or the hallway opens up, and you can see a door at the far end, a another sconce with a uh, torch hanging on it. I guess I need that. Um, I'll walk over and old man stick the cane underneath my hand or arm and get the get the torch out. Right. Pull the torch very easily. Comes out. You have your cane and your, your staff in your one hand. Torch in the other. Door in front. Uh, real quick, now that I have a light source, I do want to kind of just look down. Obviously, I've made note to the squishiness. Mm -hmm. And does it, it, does it look like rock? Does it look like rock? Yeah, it does. And like, you... Okay. you kind of go and like you pat the sides and mm -hmm. very similarly it's like an indent into like moss like it has a very similar consistency almost to moss but it's like wet and not necessarily slippery but like it's got that like wet over texture to it you need to remember to ask about that and then I will Continue on through the next door. Right. You open the door and you enter a room with 
maybe only about 10 feet by 10 feet. On the far side, another small hallway that leads into a second, larger chamber that you can see is fully lit. The um, chamber, the first chamber itself, a small bench with a figure in a very similar cloak, kind of huddled down looking at a book of some sort. Hello. Uh, I'm a friend. Turning up and staring at you, you see jet black hair that goes to about the shoulders. Very well kept, almost as well kept as yours, if not more so. It shines and kind of glistens with the firelight. Um, kind of parted and swept over to the side. The beard, shorter and more well-trimmed than yours. Very neat and, and almost, I guess in comparison, like mine to yours. I guess yours is pretty clean too, but like, yeah, short cropped. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, and he is wearing a pair of spectacles. The robes are seem to be almost pressed and like lined to him where yours are, like, yours fit very nicely and loosely, um, and they're very kind of muted in contrast to the ones you're currently wearing. You're looking at you. Are, are you, am We said that I'd never made it this far before, but you're... me? And as we... or as you stare at this version of you, this per, this person who seems to be almost identical as you, the mouth beginning to open as if to answer. We're going to go on a quick five-minute break. <laughs> Thank y'all <laughs> for watching so far. Um, we'll be back with the second half of sweating profusely of sweating profusely a professor hale story uh, yeah we're gonna we'll take a quick about five maybe ten minute break um I'll, I'll throw it in chat if we're coming back early uh, or if we're coming back late in a couple minutes but i wanted to give uh professor hale a chance to uh to maybe put on some deodorant or like get some, <laughs> get some baby powder um, yeah, all that good stuff. But yeah, we'll be back in a few. Thank you guys for watching and sit tight as I try to move my mouse over to the other side. <laughs>
welcome back. Uh, first off, gonna do... Oh, I forgot to do... I realized the thing I forgot to do, uh, which I'll do right now while I'm talking about our sponsors again. Uh, I'm gonna do a quick sponsor shout-out because I feel like I didn't do it enough during, uh, during Arts 1. But, um, did that work? Oh, there's an S there. Uh, but yeah, so three sponsors. We got Dragon Rock RPG, fine curators of tabletop RPG content, primarily 5th edition, uh, but Daniel and Renee do a fantastic job helping DMs kind of craft to their needs. Um, a lot of you may have seen some of the Equerium Humbrews that we've been doing with Daniel and myself, uh, crafting some of the 5e subclasses for the world of Equerium. Um, next, Umbral Oculus Dice, fine curator of the dice that make me roll horrible except for when I'm playing with Ronan uh, because of the Terran-Ronan feud of, of forever. Uh, but Umbral Oculus Dice is a fine purveyor of hand-poured and polished arti artisanal? Artisanal dice. I think that's a word. Um, they're conjuring... Artisanal. Artisanal. There we go. That's why I have a wizard here with me today, <laughs> folks. Um... They are conjuring these relics uh, from beyond the veil for players like you and dungeons ma dungeon masters like me, uh, or really anybody who likes the shiny math rocks. Uh, go check them out, uh, peruse their wares, and hopefully find a set that you thoroughly enjoy. And the last but not least, uh, the Initiative Order, also known as TO. They are a collective of passionate TTRPG players, content creators, and dungeon masters and game masters that want to help the community thrive and grow. Uh, their main goal is to uh, explore and experience all different types of gaming systems from Fallout to Symbarum to uh, Merkborg and everywhere in between. Uh, I think they have some community games that are focused on the My Hero Academia, and I think they're going to do, at some point, uh, the Avatar Last Airbender um, system that Magpie is making, which I'm really excited for. Um, but yeah, go check them out. They're quick, an amazing community. Oh, go ahead, Brennan. Quick, quick shout-out to TO. They're also doing a cult game on mm -hmm. Sunday yep. that, I'll, that will start on Sunday, so I'll be yeah. in that as well. And who, run by Terrence. Who else is... Yeah, Terrence... Terrence what is what is it game mastering or is it yep uh i don't know what the title is Taren. uh taryn it's Realm a friend Master. of taryn's me uh casual and oh, i can't ever remember her name casual put her name in the thing is it, is it, ayla? Is it ayla ayla yeah ayla. I, I, I i'm always afraid to say it because I'm, I'm afraid i'll say it wrong it's ayla yes, yeah it's ayla. but uh so yeah so yeah you'll see some friendly acrium faces there and uh get all the spoopy vibes that the keeper Valruk, Keeper of Valruk. I, I feel like Keeper felt Valruk sounds a little bit more scary than Keeper Terran. That's true. No, like it's, it's I don't know. Like a... it gives me a little bit of shivers. But yeah, you that'll be, be that'll be on Sunday, and I'm really excited to watch that. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, and then yeah. Last but not least, only um, if you love what you see here, if you want to support the stream, bits and subscriptions are definitely welcomed. However, uh, my goal is to make sure, and kind of our communal goal as the crew of the Ekrim Expeditions, is to make sure that, like, we're all equal, like, we're all friends here playing a game. So if you love the content, if you want to help support the stream, head over to our Ko-Fi link that I just sent um, and, and donate. Again, no pressure. We're doing this out of the 
kindness of not kindness of our hearts because we love the game um kind of out of the kindness of our hearts i mean like why else would i play with no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right well i gotta go <laughs> no um sorry taryn's watching i gotta give you some shit or else she's i'm gonna i'm gonna get messages later and it's not gonna be good um yeah but yeah if you love what, what you love what you see you want to you want to you know spread some love and help us uh do some bigger and better things with the stream um feel free no pressure we love you either way um but yeah all right let's dive back in Taryn, Taryn's heart is full by the way Brandon. so we're, we're good i've appeased i've hopefully appeased her enough for sunday um all right This version of you, this green-eyed version of you, turns... Huh. So. Which one are you? I, I don't... I don't think I understand the... I'm me. It's just me. Yes, I understand that, and I'm, I'm me as well, and we are together we, but which which one are you? Uh. He stands up and, like, fixes his glasses, fixes the rope, so that way they look, like, nice and, like, pressed and very, like, organized, takes the book, puts it into the holster, very similarly to the holster that you have. Maybe you could help me out by telling me which one are you? Well, um, here I go by many names. Uh, Professor Hale being one of them, as I'm sure you're probably aware, as you are also Professor Hale. Uh, But I like to go by Ripley uh, when I'm consorting with the others. The others. I. I've only ever gone by Alaric. I don't. It's not a name I'm familiar with. <laughs> it's. The only one. I. This is insanity. Uh, how many of you have, of me, have you seen? How many of us are there? As far as I'm aware, there's me, the dumb one. The dumb one? Stupid not dumb. One, stupid one with the chiseled jawline. And, um, oh, I think that's it. Ronan, am I missing one? No, I think that's everybody. One, two, three. Oh, yes, I am. And the one that is a mope and and Mm. cries a lot. There we go. That's what I missed. And they're all... Here? Uh, as, As far as... And, like, he stops and he, like, puts his index finger to his temple. And you can tell he's thinking... 
yes, they're, they're, they're further on ahead. Uh, unfortunately, I can't seem to figure out this next room. You're, you're trying to go too. You're trying to leave as well. That's that's the the goal, isn't it? It's to 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 get out of whatever any motions around and like whatever this this is. Um, the others managed to somehow get by, whether by luck or, I mean, I I don't know. I if my father taught me anything. It's that I'm probably one of the smartest people alive, but. Right. Uh, right. Um, well, I'm leaving too. We could leave together? Or try to leave? Uh, you know, uh, two heads are always better than one. Uh, if you think you can figure out the next room, I, I, I don't know why you would be able to if I couldn't have, but... Because we're different. Right? I would imagine, yes. Yes. Right. You don't don't seem like any of the others that were ahead. Right. Can I ask you something weird? I'm sure I've heard it. Actually, I've probably thought it. I probably haven't heard it. You're one of the first people I've seen here, outside of the others. Do you have... terrible memories? Of events you can't explain? In... Thinks very for a second. Yes and no. I, I get a pattern, and it's in one order. Um, but I, it, it's all jumbled. It doesn't seem to be any. There, there's no se- sequential um, or timeline to it that I can that I can see. Right. Do you know why we're here? Why you're here? Hey! Oprah Oculus really likes hail or today. Hates. Yeah, or hates. Um, <laughs> and reaches in, grabs his book, pulls it out, starts to flip through it. I, I can't... I don't understand why I'm here. Uh, I can't... I don't understand why the others who I can somehow feel when I sleep are here and how they got ahead of me. Okay. But I, what I will say is that's the first time that door has opened since I've been here. Yeah, that's what... Never mind. Um, okay, well, let's... Let's, um... 
you and me give it a shot, I guess. All right. And he motions for, uh, toward, Ripley motions toward the entryway. About 10 feet wide. That's about 10 feet long, leads into the next chamber. So what's the, what's the problem? Well, uh, and you guys begin walking in, and when you pass that threshold of, like, the entryway, a giant slab of rock falls behind you. Oh. That happens. Um, sure. And I only go back to that previous room. It's weird. There isn't... I, I can't place it. It's not a certain time frame, but after a certain amount of time goes by, everything goes black, and I have those visions that you had mentioned, and I feel a, a connection with those that are ahead of us, and then I'm back in that original room, and it's like a rinse, repeat, come back in, try to figure out whatever this is, and he motions, Ripley motions to um, this well, but it's not like a well well, it's more of like a, a pool, like a fountain almost, and in the center of it, you can see a, uh, like a stone pillar, and in the center of that stone pillar is an amethyst, probably about, I'm, just, I'm probably about that big, okay. that's sunken into, that's sunken into the, like half sunken into the stone. And but this is the first time that I've been here. This is the first time anybody other than myself has entered this chamber. Okay. So it's some sort of puzzle. I have to admit it's kind of nice to think about something else. <laughs> weird as that sounds now um, here come just I'll, I'll, let me tell you what I've found so far and, and okay. takes you closer to this pool and inside the pool you can see um, almost like just constantly carved around is a staff a dagger a book um, and then the last one is a rune um in Sylvan for the letter H. Um, and it just keeps repeat that same order. Uh, staff, dagger, what I say? Staff, dagger, book, rune. Um, mm -hmm. All the way around until it completes full circle. These runes, as far as I'm concerned, have no sequential or numerical value. Nothing like that. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure at this point they're pointless. Um, but... Uh, those and he points to the opposite end of like where the doorway that you had came in from the opposite mm -hmm. end of the chamber from there and set in the in the wall are ruins runes in kind of like a continual spiral circle uh what languages do you know uh draconic right now draconic sylvan in common it is in sylvan okay hey, those what is I don't know what those mean. Like, Ripley's looking at... I oh, don't okay. know what those mean. Uh, however, you, knowing Sylvan, know that it's the numbers 
starting at like the top of the spiral and going all the way to the center, 20, looping around one. So basically 20, yeah, okay. 20 it's to a, one. It's a countdown um, in the spiral. Starts at, that one right there is 20, and then it goes to one. Makes sense. That would make plenty of sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, I studied it for a while. Um. So, what do they do? Have you seen them do anything? Uh, the couple times that I have tried. Um, any points to the amethyst there there seems to be some sort of uh, mechanism underneath the amethyst when you push the amethyst it starts the clock um, okay but I will say I, I'm not very confident about that option it's very ominous toward the end sure I don't want to <clears throat> I don't want to Start over, or whatever. Um, I'm actually curious about what would happen to you if something bad didn't happen in here. Would you start over? Would you cease to... I don't want to overthink it. I don't want to think about that either. Although, I have been contemplating just staying here <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, okay. So we have the amethyst struggle to say a word uh in the pillar starts the theoretical timer do you know for do you know any component of the puzzle so far or is it just the etchings in the stone all, all I'm, i've been able to um figure out is i push the button and mm -hmm. those start glowing and they seem to be counting down sure Well, here's a here's a thought. You, to, we together have the things that are etched in here. Um, mm -hmm. if, I'm assuming you don't speak Sylvan from the numbers. That's a rune for H. I assume that everything else has been laid out here for me. That would be hail. I have the staff. I have a dagger somehow, um, and I have a book. It's my book, which I am beginning to think it looks a lot like your book on the inside, but nevertheless. I don't know if we put them somewhere in order. Like, you didn't have the staff till I got here, so that's the only thing that's changed. I, I didn't have the staff, and you look around, he doesn't have a dagger either. So... You bring... Maybe maybe it needs both. Maybe... Maybe maybe we, we, we need your book, and we need my staff and dagger. It's a thought. We can give it a go. We can try. Um, 
I'm. Is your last your last your your last name's Hale too, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Ripley. Ripley Hale. Professor. Right. Ripley Hale. Professor. This is the weirdest. Okay. Um. Okay. But uh, do, do if I look around, do I see a place to insert the things, or is there um any indication of if I were going to like give these up, like where they would go, like slots or anything? Uh, go ahead and give me a investigation check, please. Okay. I'll say with advantage because Ripley. If you give Ripley instructions, Rip, Ripley will help you. Okay. Oh, won't believe what that number was. Uh, I got a five and an eight, so nine all together. Nine. Jeez. Looking around, um, around the pool, there doesn't seem to be any any sign or inclination of like this goes here, that goes there. Um, Ripley does call over at one point or call out to you at one point and, and shows you that underneath this kind of countdown um, there does seem to be kind of a faint line in the rock that would resemble like a slab like a doorway slab that like the one that is on the opposite side okay so man okay so here's my thought if maybe it just needs to what maybe we need to present the items show show the door show whatever here that we are we're together and we have we have the items together okay um do, do you want me to uh do you want to push the button do you want me to hold things what would you how the, feel like this is kind of I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to experiment here i've done plenty Sure. I'll help. Obviously. We'll admit it. I'm kind of curious to push the button. So. Okay. And he uh, holds out his arms. Got to take the staff or what, however else. Like. Yeah. You whatever so you want to do. I'll hand over these those two things. Okay. And just if, uh, if something goes wrong, you you would you you want to you would protect me, yeah. If, if the odds were in my favor to do so, probably, yeah. But that's Sure, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. Alright, um... Here we go. Oh, real quick, before I hit it, like, is it quick? What, the, the, the countdown? Sure, yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, it's pretty steady. I usually hit the button again around the 15 mark mostly because it changes color and I don't like that um, right yeah it goes from okay. like a, it goes from like a, a nice soft teal to a uh, burnt orange when it hits the 15 okay. or, I'm sorry yellow yellow okay. caution okay okay uh, and we we just we're uh, we just don't have a backup plan <laughs> Um, uh, always, I, I mean, what I've been doing is I've just been pushing the button every 15 seconds until I can actually think of, or every 10, or 5 seconds, I'm sorry, uh, until I can actually think of a reasonable conclusion to how this would end. In that case, it becomes a repeating cycle of me just hyper-fixating on the fact that this is probably going to end in my own demise, and then I reset and end up in the other room somehow. Sure, yeah, let's not plan for that. 
But you said you hit it every five seconds. So after five seconds, I can hit the thing and it will stop. It, it just resets. It just goes back to 20 and starts counting down again. Okay. Okay. Uh, so here's the thought. There's four items. We hit the button. We submit one item to the door or whatever to the countdown clock. And we'll see what happens to the runes inside the well. And if it doesn't light up, then we're screwed. But if it does, we're, we'll be okay. okay. Or we can stop it and then think of something else. I guess we wouldn't be necessarily completely screwed. Okay. Yeah, that's that seems very reasonable to me. Which which would okay. you like first, uh, staff? Uh, yeah, it's the first in the line theoretically. Okay. I guess it doesn't really matter. It's a circle. So, but yeah, we'll start there because it's you didn't have it so. So Ripley sets everything down except for the staff, takes the staff, stands in front, right underneath where the, um, what do you call it, sir? Uh, where the, the countdown is. Okay. So I will hit the button. Or go hit ahead the and, stone. Go ahead and roll me a d4. Okay. Nothing wrong here. Four. Four. So the as you do so, it starts counting down 19, 18. And as it's doing that, the runes, or like the where all the iconography is on the inside of the well, it lights up one of them and it starts to spin around really fast. And by the time like it takes to get from 20 to 19 within that second, it lands on the H rune. And you watch as your, uh, your cloak starts to kind of give off this slightly vibrant hue to it like almost like uh just like light almost like it's like very like very 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 like you maybe lit a candle like you like it's a candlelight almost um okay but the whole thing gives off that energy simultaneously as well when you push the buttons all of the torches go out and all you can see uh, other than the light that's emanating from your cloak is the numbers counting down 19. 18. I'll just shout out. Has this ever happened before? 16. Uh, The lighting up of the robes? Yes, it has. Uh, My my robes light up sometimes. 15. It turns. Hit the button. All right. You hit the button. It goes back to 20. Now, what I will. uh, It goes back to 20. Go ahead and roll me a d4. Oh no! There's another mechanic. Four. Four. Your robe stays lit. Nineteen. Fuck. Okay. Um. Uh. I'm gonna go up to the to the timer slash door area and present myself. Okay. You in some capacity. You run up to the door. Touch the door. You touch the door. You start touching it and trying to. Mm -hmm. 16. Fuck. 15. Alright, I'm gonna run back to the well. It turns, um, it turns and it, like at 15, it goes from being that like nice, cool teal to like a bright or a bright yellow. Um, oh my god, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Listen, um, you got the first one. You got the first puzzle easy. I gotta, I gotta. That's no, true. Um, that's true. Uh, I'm gonna hit the, yeah, I'm gonna hit the button again. Another D4. D4, sure. Three. Three. This time, the light that is emanating from your 
cloak dies, <clears throat> and your your spell book gives off that faint kind of candlelight glow. Did the rune light up on that on the and in, on the yeah, inside of the it, well it too? Lit, yeah, okay. when it, yeah, well, yeah. The light, okay. the rune lit up with for the book. <clears throat> Shit, maybe it's not the right. door, and then I'll put my book into the water. Into the water, you put your book into the water. Yep. Seventeen. Fucking shit. Sixteen. Uh, pull my book out. Fifteen. Yeah. Um. Fourteen. Uh. Thirteen. Twelve. Hit the button. Hit the button. This is the worst. I got rolled D four. I rolled D four. Tarrant, are you taking notes? Oh my god. Are you two. Good? I got a two. 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 Your dagger. Your dagger that's out laying on the ground starts to glow. The blade starts to glow um, this kind of... Now, it's not the same kind of candlelight. It gives off that candlelight, but it's like a soft... Uh um, It's like a soft purple hue. Okay. Your cloak would have been... uh, To to backtrack, your cloak would have been... um, what What color is your cloak naturally? It's black, right? Uh no, it is actually um I totally know this off the top of my head. It's uh dark greens and blues. So it would have emanated that kind of like the hues of your cloak. The book would have given off that kind of like um like that leathery kind of texture to it, like color. Um so it would have been more candlelight. Uh but the the knife is purple. Like this light purple hue. Eighteen. Okay, so um, intermittently when I hit this, different things light up. Um, maybe one of us should have all of them. Um, no, that's stupid. I can't make all of them light up at the same time. Um, thoughts. Are you talking to Ripley? Yeah. Um, well, the lighting up is kind of new. Um, and not consistent. It's well, I, I never had, to be fair, I never had the staff, and I never had a dagger. But fair. the book and the cloak are the same. They're spot on. Um, so it, it could just be... It was waiting for you? Would be my, my most rational assumption. Okay, I'm going to go over and hit the thing and hold my hand on it. I don't know if that fucking helps okay. or not. As uh, you hold it, you look over, and it's just... Strobing. 20, 20, 20, 20, okay, 20, cool. 20, 20, I'll take 20. that. That's good. <laughs> good. I found a loophole. Uh, all right. Give but me it's like, all it's, but the... it's like pitch black. So it's like that scene from Blade where the, all, where the, <laughs> yeah. where the, the rave lights go on and he's just killing people. But like, obviously you're not killing people. <laughs> okay. I don't know where you're at, but come here and, and give me all of the things. Give me all the things. Okay. Um, and the one thing I will say is like every time it flashes 20, just randomly a different thing sometimes it's consistent for like the same thing a couple times but like things are just like not only is the 20 strobing but like all the different items that they represent are strobing um as well the staff the staff illuminates like this kind of like this like dull grayish white light um okay all right ripley Ripley gathers everything and, and gives them all to you all right, I want to. I want to make sure I'm like holding the book and the staff and the dagger. I'll let go and then hold the dagger. I'll just be holding all the things. Okay. And then I'll let go. I'll let go. Uh, roll a d4 for me. 
One. One. Uh, the staff it lights up with that white, whitish gray light. Okay. Nineteen. Did I touch the, the countdown before with the item, or did I just touch the door? Uh, you just touched the door. Okay, so I want to go over and I want to try to touch the glowing item to the countdown. Oh, to the countdown itself? Would, okay. The, yeah, it would be the staff. Uh, by the time you get over there, it's about 16. You touch it, 15. It goes yellow. 14. I'm run back to the 13. centerpiece, the, the amethyst in the centerpiece, and touch it. 12. 10. And when it hits 10, it turns to this burnt orange color. 9. <laughs> Reset. Uh... Okay, so I don't think it has to do with us, me, touching anything. Hold on one second, folks. For some reason, we're having technical difficulties. I'm going to take us to break really uh, for a quick second while we try to fix this. I'm sorry. I love you guys. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, folks. Um, I don't, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but that that, that happened. Um, did Ro wait? Did Rodin call Eden Eden dumb, and that's why that's why the oh my gosh, she used her eldritch powers to probably yeah probably. Um, all right, so we're back. We look good. Okay, cool. Back in the situation room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, I still have no idea what I'm doing. 
Um, what did we do? Three, two. <laughs> no, kidding. We were uh, we, I, you were at nine, and I hit nine, the button. And you hit the button, goes back to twenty. I'm gonna, I'll, yep. do, I'm gonna roll a few. I'm gonna roll a few d4s, and you, then okay. you use those. That way, I'm not making you roll every time. Um, so the dagger glows up or glows this time. Okay, so um, have I been holding everything that's been glowing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, you're fine. Puppy, Percy, go in your bed. Go in your bed, bed. He's being a dummy. All right, we're good. Okay, so what if, um, maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not me. Maybe maybe you needed maybe maybe I need you to get out of here. Maybe maybe it's you that needs the stuff. So. Here and I'm just going to shove the stuff over to to Ripley. Okay, and I, he walks over to the door uh, and kind of stands by the door. Uh, all right, go go ahead and and by this point we're at like 16, 15, 14. Nothing. Thirteen. Nothing's happening. 12. All right, I'm going to hit the button. Hold it down again, cheat. Uh, and I, oh no, I can't. I probably can't do that though. Okay, I'm gonna let it go. And okay. with everything lit up again, I'm gonna do one more look around the room, uh, see if I miss something here. Okay, go ahead and give me another investigation check. Okay. Better. Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, looking around. You don't see anything of significance that would uh, that would lead you to get any sort of idea of what's what's in front of you here. Oh God! Okay, we've touched the door. We've touched the thing. We've touched the pedestal. We've are touched still, the water. Are you still holding it down, or has it like reset and started to count down? I keep doing. I'm doing. I, I do the thing. Like, <laughs> So I can think in the light. I let it go for about four or five seconds, then I hit it again. Um, okay, all right, now, all right. Now you right. can see why this is such a... You, you, you get, but there get... are other, others of us that have made it through here? I'm, I'm not quite convinced that the others made it through here. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, it seems as almost as if I was placed here. And because every, every, every time, I don't know what the catalyst of it is, but whenever something happens, I end up back in the original room. And that's why I have been sitting in there for most of the time, because I'm just, I'm not coming back in here to do this repeating the entire time. No, sure. Because, I mean, we're trapped in here now until something resets us. How but, big's the well? The wells maybe about like ten feet. Like it's like or about five feet, give or take. With the pedestal in the middle, so it's yeah. not something I would like dive through. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, okay. Um, hear me out. I, 
Um, what, uh, what if we... What if one of us has all the items mm -hmm. and we just, we just let it, we just let it count down. Worst case scenario, something happens to you and I just go back into the other room, so that's fair. And he hands all the items back to you. At this point, the staff glows, um, and the countdown begins. 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, shift do you, to yellow. Do you want to... I'm not even sure I want to leave here. I don't even know what here is. Outside is terrifying. I don't... What, I don't want you to stuck here for eternity. Thirteen. No matter where we go in, in the world, things are going to be scary, I think. And, and honestly, um, I don't know quite where here is, so I'm not quite convinced I want to stay here for eternity either. Twelve. Ten shifts to burnt orange. Nine. Eight. What if you go and I just watch or six think connect with you or something to find the answers and you, you go. You I hope you leave. We would have to first figure out how to how to leave in I hit the button again. <laughs> As you do, when it hits five, it turns red. Okay. Did it stop? Or did it reset? It resets. It goes okay. um, It goes to... It's still your staff. So, the... But if I got you out of here, or if we got out together, if... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so confused. Everything since I woke up is not logical not explainable by reality you shouldn't be here or I shouldn't be here wherever here is but he told me it's the only way to leave I I can't help but think we need each other in this moment Somehow. I think so too. And by this point, it's at 10, ten transitioning to burnt orange. Nine. I think we try your experiment first. Run it down to zero. See if you're smarter right. than me after all. Here, take this, and I'll take off the um, thought of what I had before I'll say put this on your wrist and that way maybe if you forget this will be a memory of, of me here earlier never maybe I don't know he takes it and like looks at it for a second and almost nods in recognition of like he's seen something similar to this before wraps it around his arm five turns to red four three 
two, one, Ripley kind of puts his hand up in recognition to you as well, zero, black. As the door begins to rise, a bright white, not white light, but a, a bright kind of lumin, luminescent, um, like whitish gray light coming from the far end. Ripley, not in front of you. We we did. Is he? Is he anywhere? He's not in this chamber with you. But your left side feel like your left pant leg feels a little bit heavier than normal. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you. And then I'll proceed to the next room. You enter into the next chamber into a similar small kind of box, like 10 foot by 10 foot room with a cloaked figure similar to yours. Pony hair pulled back into a ponytail with some strands kind of running down to the right side or left side of their face beard very similar um, or color wise to yours but it's shaved down at this point to a stubble the robes very very loose the little uh, like flowing and just comfortable looking um, but very very rich and vibrant light blue um, light colors um, just sobbing into their hands Can I, can I help? Hello? Can I help you? What's wrong? Face more gaunt than Ripley's looks back at you. And... What? Who, who, who are you? I don't know anymore, if I'm being honest. But I have a feeling... We're pretty similar. He, he takes a minute and he looks at you and you can see his eyes are like that bloodshot red of like, probably like crying or at least like kind of just sitting there in thought, like not sleeping for a while. A um, little bit of tears down the sides of the face. You're, you're the one. You're, you're the... You're the one, Ripley. Ripley. Ripley said you would, would be coming. Rip, you you know you know Ripley. Ripley was just with, is with me. Is or was is was here. Help me. He helped me. Yes. Yes. Um. How. How do you, 
How do you make them stop? I... I can't. I just... try to... run away. What's... What's the point of... of, of running if... It's just gonna, it's gonna happen over and over again. Why run from something that's inevitable? I thought, I thought staying here would help. Maybe just not think about it for a while, but even that hasn't worked. So now I'm trying to get out. But apparently Ripley believes, and so does, well, I mean, we, we believes that we can find answers out there. What, what hope is there out, out, out there? And he, and he takes a second and looks at his hands. A, a person like me. I... I don't have that answer. I can just... help you leave. And maybe find a way to forget. Roll a persuasion check. And if there's anything you'd like to do prior, you can, but. Mm, that's good. Uh, persuasion's a 12. Aaron literally imbued these dice to hate you. Like, I'm not even kidding. That's the greatest thing. Um, no, fair. but... It's on brand. Um, uh, the, this entity walks up to you and kind of cups your hands and looks into your eyes and... You don't believe there's anything out there for us, do you? I believe that what is out there we want no part of. But the longer I'm in here, the more I think that we could benefit from each other. I don't know how many of me there are, but I feel like 
feel like I can take I can take the memories and maybe lock them away Go so ahead. you don't have to feel anymore go ahead and roll another persuasion check with advantage this time Friggin' fives tonight. Use a different. Hang on. You also remember. You also have these dice here. You have two that act. Oh, as, it, you, have, you have two that act as guidance and one that acts as uh, two that act as guidance and one that acts as uh, inspiration, or like a luck die. So you'd get either a d20 or two d4s. Um, you can. You can I'm gonna use the d20. You're gonna use the d20. Yep. Okay. What'd you, what'd you roll? I rolled a nine. All right. That's a 14 on the die. Okay, that's better. Persuasion? Persuasion. Is a 14, because I have a plus zero. A 14. With double advantage. hands kind of go across, rub some of the snot out of the nose and top of the beard and eyes, like getting the eyes back so that they're not as red, like kind of rubbing the tiredness out. I'll, I'll do what I can to, to help you. If it means that we both can, can be saved from this. Good. Yeah, I think I think I think we can. One way or another. So do we do you do you know how to leave? Oh yeah, there's a door right there and he turns like over his shoulder and there's a door on the opposite end of the wall. <laughs> uh cool. <laughs> That's uh, I, I like That's what you've room. been waiting. That's you, this is this is a good room. Yeah. All right. Um, do Do you know the? Have you been through the door? I I can't open the door. Right. 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 Maybe you can. Okay. Um. Well, come with me, and I'll sort of take him by the hand. Um, walk up to the door and. Speak for and enter. Right. You grab the handle of the door, you mm -hmm. turn and open it, and it kind of gives a... As it swings open, and you go to step in and kind of pull this other you, for lack of better terms, in with you, and you feel the grip in your hand start to dissipate and like your hand kind of like it's kind of clenching that you know what I mean like it's holding and uh -huh. then it kind of clenches um, and you just hear Jonah and you turn around and no one behind you but your left leg feels slightly heavier than it does it did before how do I feel mentally when so I'll, I'll bring it back because I'll wreck, mm -hmm. I'll wreck on a little because you're asking the question now. When you finished the room with Ripley, you felt 
like the more like not all of the intellectual part of you came back but like there was a like a, a general like glossing over okay of, like, so you like, begin, the, you, like the passion for learning the passion for like learning and teaching and, and things like that okay. with um with with jonah you start to feel this um this kind of cover or this mold of um empathy compassion um a little hint of of like sadness and hopelessness but it's that's that seems to um for lack of better terms as it begins to like integrate seems to, to fade away and the more hopeful uh starts to emerge okay thank you and i will walk through the door you walk through and you go about maybe five more feet before it opens up not into a cavern but into what looks to be like a child's room there's boxes of toys and little doodads and what's-its um, and sitting in the center kind of tossing this inflated ball back and forth with this floating tentacle thing. Um, <laughs> another tentacle thing. Um, no, but this floating kind of like lighter colored tentacle thing with these two eye stalks that are up at the top and a bunch of tentacles down at the bottom, almost gaseous in nature. Um, you see um, a young man, hair very similar to yours but very unkept and wild just all over the place um he's you, you're kind of coming in on the side so you can see he's brimming with this giant grin as he's laughing and, and playing with, a, with whatever this creature across from him is um you can you see that like there there's there's uh additionally on top of like the toys and stuff there's a piano off to one side there's a lute and another there's like a pan flute sitting on top kind of angled on the piano um and just all around it seems like he, he's just kind of living in whatever moment in time this is okay uh i will not to startle, but just sort of approach and and <laughs> do the thing where you like run into like a kid in the story like, hello, hello. <laughs> as you do, um, as you do, the creature that is behind it and the tentacles like end in these like almost hand like fronds. Like it's like okay. it ends in like a, a tentacle, but like there's these little protrusions that come out to like grasp things, but there's it's not like fingers and a thumb. It's just like if it had like four or five fingers and was trying to Okay. Yeah. Um but as it comes up, the two stalks sink into the top of the head and the arms kind of shrivel up into the top or into the bottom of it, and in between the eye stalks there's a slit and it opens up and lets out a little I can't. Oh my gosh, my lips are dry. I can't do it. A little. I can't even do it there. Jeez, what's going on? It lets out a fart. 
Okay, cool. That's out of part. I was yeah. trying to do it, and like my lips got caught as I was trying to push the air out. Oh, I hate this. I hate D and D guys. Oh, um, I I'm sorry. I didn't mean to frighten oh, you. Um, no, no, it's it's fine. Yeah, no. Um, he 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 gets like that. Uh, it took me a while to get him to stop, and he like the the younger man kind of just starts I hope you don't mind the smell it gets a little rancid at times um, a lot of it is because yeah. we don't really have a lot to eat here so and I also don't know what this thing eats but um, he's a lot of good fun and he picks up the ball again and like kind of shows it to the eye stalks and like throws it across the room and the creature starts to float and as it does it's like letting out like little toots and like, <laughs> little farts as it's floating over there uh, but it's not as like you can tell the difference like it was like more of like more like an excited fart when you walked in sure. versus like sure. this is more of like happy playful type of fart and goes and grabs the ball and like puts it where the the opening is and like lets out a couple toots and the ball like hovers there as it's coming back um, and then it like oh. leans forward and the ball rolls down into the uh, the young man's lap is he like sitting like crisscross applesauce yeah, he's like kind of yeah, kind of crisscross, but like kind of not, like okay. like more of like the uncomfortable ver like he's uncomfortably yep. sitting that way, but yeah. So I'm gonna sort of like squat down uh, to sort of be on his level. Um, have you have you seen me before? Can't, I can't say I have. I've seen a lot of people technically right but nobody that looks like you uh and he reaches into where like very similarly where your book would be reaches into his pant like pulls out a book and starts flipping through it and it's mostly just like stick figure pictures and like really crude drawings and he starts flipping it through there's like a dick pic in one like spot and he keeps flipping through no, can't can't say I've I've seen somebody that looks like you. Are you are you trying are you wanting to leave as well? I've I've My name's Alric and I've met a couple people like us and we're trying to leave and I didn't know if you wanted to You've met Oh, you've, you've met the, the, the others huh. yeah yeah that's what I meant Ripley and uh, Jonah I, I don't I really don't care to be honest the one guy is pretentious asshole the other guy yeah, every time we try to connect he starts crying so it's like why no I'm good fair fair that's not what is your name uh, I'm I'm jinx jinx do do you do you know why we're here? Do you know why you're here? You know, I, I tried to figure that out, and then this guy showed up, and then I decided I, it doesn't really matter. This guy's pretty cool. He farts a lot. I don't know. I like. I, I found ways to amuse myself here, and it's like I don't. I, I, yeah. This guy helps with the the weird mind dream shit that the other three of us share 
I yeah, I have that too. That's why I'm trying to leave to try to get it to to maybe stop forever. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really nice. Um Well like Okay. Um I'm just gonna be honest, you're giving me like a real weird vibe and I don't like no, it. Oh yeah. Like sure. do you got like a party trick or some shit? Like uh, uh, sure. Um, and I will. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. Um, oh, okay. All right, here we go. Um, me and Ripley, uh, just did like this crazy puzzle. Oh, your staff um, is still glowing, by the way. Your staff is still glowing. Like this. This is this is part of that puzzle. Um. And I can I can I can tell you all about it, like without ever speaking or writing anything down. Because I have a feeling you you'll be able to understand this. Would that be cool? Uh. Yeah, sure. You know, I that first time for everything, right? Yeah. So like, no words, no talking. I'm just gonna hand you something, and you're gonna know what how I got here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to sort of close my eyes, touch my temple, and then pull out the sort of episode with Ripley. Uh, and it'll be like a purple string. And then I'm going to sort of hold it out. And if he you know, opens his hand, then I'll drop he, it in. He takes it and, like. And assuming he knows the same things I do, it, the memory will just come flooding back. He, like, sniffs it for a second. He's like, huh, that's a weird looking. And just opens his mouth and drops it in. And then, like, you see for the minute where, like, he, like, winch it, winces is, like, whatever it is rushes into his yeah. brain. Like, I've never eaten it. Yeah, I, I, that was pretty cool. Um, honestly, that would have probably, all the flashing would have probably scared the shit out of this guy. So I'm, I'm happy I wasn't there, but... Also, sure, don't yeah, don't don't try to eat them. They don't taste very good. I thought it was like kind of like a taffy or like a toffee. Like I don't know, like a noodle. Sure, wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't thinking that. Um, yeah, that's not. No, nah, I don't do that. Here's my thought. Um, and I'm gonna pick up like a little toy or trinket or whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. So this, if this is, if this is our memories, right, the ones that we don't like then I think that I can take them if you come with me. Mm -hmm. I can take them, keep them, and hide them. And, and you can help me leave here, but I'll take them from all of us. Okay. And that way we can leave the cave and not have the memories. All right, I'm I'm cool with that on one condition. Yeah, we got we got to bring this guy. Like, let's be honest, it's a whoopee cushion with a bunch of tentacles. No, like, it's yeah, really it's, cool. Um, it's hilarious. Here's the thing, um, I'm not opposed to that. Every time I leave, the, you know what? Sure. Let's go. And he turns to the uh, thing, fart 
thing. I, whatever it is at this point. He's like, <laughs> he like, and it just kind of looks at it, and the it turns. It's like kind of this yellowish color, and it turns this uh, very very dull blue color, and the legs shrivel up, and the ten the eye stalks shrivel down, and it like hovers around and behind Jinx. I don't, you know, I don't think he really likes your vibe. Like, the party trick was cool for me. I think he needs a party trick. Sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm, I'll go up to the thing, <laughs> and I will uh, try to cast friends on it. Okay. Uh, is that a save? Or is it just um, is it just the next roll you have has advantage? Duration you have advantage on all charisma checks. Charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice. Um, that isn't hostile. He's not, I don't think he would be hostile to. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to I don't know how to impress one of these things, so I'm going to tell it a joke. Um, I don't have many more party tricks that won't maybe hurt you so I don't want to do those so I'll tell you a joke and um, so uh, I used to tell Jaya this all the time but how do, how do you make a tissue dance uh, you put a little boogie in it and you watch um, before you do because one that was like the most heartfelt joke I've ever heard no I'm kidding um <laughs> Go ahead and give me performance, or uh, yeah, performance check with advantage. All right. Remember, you got okay, two, okay. you got two d fours if you need them. Does that just add on top of the roll? Yeah, it's like a it's like a bless. Yeah, give me give me one of those. Uh, left or right? Uh, left. Hey, look at that! Plus four. Hey, so uh, nineteen altogether. Nineteen. Uh, the legs come down and it turns like this light pink and the stalks come out and it just starts like happy little farts. I think uh, I think you liked it, Jinx. And Jinx turns around and he's like, alright, well he checks your vibe I, I'm cool with it. Alright, let's go. Uh, okay, uh... Stairs are in the piano. Uh, naturally. Yeah. It's, um, it's, so, yeah. So I'll don't, walk over to the piano, I guess. Don't tell me how I found him, but yeah. Or ask me how I found him, but. Sure, yeah. sure. I walk over to the piano and the little fart cushion swings around in front of you and starts. The piano's up against the wall and starts to push the piano, and as it does, um, this doorway kind of opens up with it. For stairs leading upward. Have you, have you ever been up there, Jinx? No, I've I found him, and then he wouldn't he wouldn't go up there with me. So. Sure. Yeah, I, you know, I, he's kind of like my vibe moderator at the moment. So. Sure. No, I get that. Um. Well, how about this? If you want to. You can just kind of hold on to to my robe, and I'll I'll walk forward, and and you guys can both follow me up. Sure, yeah, that works. 
And then, yeah. I, like like I said, I, I hope maybe you won't have the memories anymore. Sure, why not? I don't. I don't know. Like I said, try everything once. That's why I tried that weird brain noodle of yours. And worst case scenario, maybe there's something fun up there. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Uh, sure. And he, he grabs onto your coat, like your the coattail of your robe, um, and the little fart monster hand reaches and grabs the back oh, end, yeah. the opposite end as well. Yep. Sure. Sure. I'll walk up the stairs as you pass through the threshold you feel first kind of simultaneously the flaps of your robe that have been kind of like being pulled by jinx and this other entity fall and like kind of brush up back against your legs uh, your right side now feeling not so like like the slightest bit um, heavier and your mind feeling a little bit more relaxed almost giddy as we begin to ascend these stairs you go for five ten minutes until you see a light at the end of the tunnel you start to reach that precipice of where the stairs are ending and starting to kind of like arch over and you can see before you the skyline. You're standing at what looks to be like halfway up a mountain. Grasslands, some forests down below, small village off to one side. So... You're the one that uh, Ripley told me about, huh? And from the shadow to the right, you see another figure approaching and coming out. Dressed in purples, chiseled jaw, more muscular than you. Still kind of like that lean muscle, but like thicker. Um, hair slicked back, beard full and bushy, uh, robes open, completely open, nips out. No, but just kind of showing showing the top half very muscular, very like, kind of got that little bit of sweat like he was doing push-ups uh, mm -hmm. going. Um, and just staring at you with these jet black eyes. Right, you're the chiseled jaw one. He told me about you too. Oh, also, you hit four. Dope. You hit four. We should. I should have stopped there. But you hit four. I'm not gonna do what I did with Eddie and not not stop real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get a feat at level at okay. level four. So what feat is that? Uh, I thought I uh, what I take. I took. Um, oh crap. Do you take observant or linguist? I know we were talking about the two. Uh, observant. Okay. And I'm guessing you yeah. put the plus one in intelligence. Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to double check that while we're talking about it. All right. Feats. Observant. Yep, I did. Awesome. 
so he kind of points over his shoulder why do you want out there so bad well it's complicated but we told me that out here I might out here I might find answers but in the course of meeting us it seems that maybe I don't have to find them alone so I think we could leave together. <laughs> Alright, sure. You know what? I'll do it on one condition. What is with me in conditions? Yeah, sh shoot. And he um, opens up his palm and a little ball, a tiny ball, like baseball-sized thing of fire starts to manifest. You beat me. One-on-one. -on -one. Beat you with magic? Beat you in a fight? Yeah. Can't go out there unless you know how to do this effectively, right? Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll start, I'll rub my temple. But man, I don't, like, what happens if you kill, and then I'll, as I'm doing that, I'll just take out from my temple and I'll shoot a mind sliver out at him. <laughs> All right. Um, what I'm going to do since he was ready for it it's not really a sure. surprise but yep. what i'll do yep. is i'm going to have us roll initiative gonna i'm going to i'm going to roll initiative we'll roll initiative and if if you win then obviously you get to go first but okay that's that'll be a better way to resolve it cuz he was kind of get oh wow Taryn, what the fuck man thought you wanted to kill ronin as i hang on let me get the yes arch rivals Arch Rivals from AVZ is on right now. It's one of my favorite. Um, I got a uh, a solid five. Okay, well that uh, still beats my one. <laughs> no way! No way! Oh man! Okay. Um, all right. Let's see if time for time for redemption here. Here we go. Okay. So he's going to kind of very quickly dodge out of the way as this sliver kind of gets tossed at him and it scatters into the rocks and he goes <laughs> I like your style there and just chucks the, the ball that he's been conjuring um, that would be a wow Taryn we need to talk girl that was Yay, a, that's a it it's a nine okay that barely is one of one of one nine uh, one of nine numbers that misses me one of nine numbers that missing. Girls just bolt. You just manage to kind of like lift your arm and get out of the way, and it flies under, smashes against the wall. Completely fine. Your turn. 
Alright, um... I still don't have any spells, correct? Or do you, I? You have your cantrips. You don't have... That's spells. what I thought. Okay, so... Um, I'm a one-trick pony. Um, <laughs> so, I'm actually going to... Um, no, I'm going to do something specific. So, the, the particular piece of... Uh, of sliver that I'm going to send out to him is the last memory that I can recall from my dream. Okay. So one that would be connected to us both. Um, so I'm going to send that particular thing out to him. Okay. And that's a saving throw, correct? That is a saving throw, yeah. Alright. Um, well, I rolled an 18. However, because this is a very specific memory that you are lashing out with him with. It's with disadvantage. Dope. So, that's a 9 um, for a 11. 11 makes it. That's my saving throw. Alright, go ahead and roll your damage. No, no, no my, my saving throw is 11. Oh, your saving throw right? is 11? What? Mm -hmm. Oh, damn, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Alright. Um, Let me see if... Is it, I don't think it does anything on a, on a fail. No, there's an and with it. I didn't know if there was a thing. That, I didn't know if the and still mattered. Um, he is going to take another firebolt and whip it toward you. Do it. And that's going to be a uh, 17 to hit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, and that's going to be three points of fire damage. Dope. And as he's whipping it, he'll say, How dare you use these to torment me? It's not to torment you, it's to show you that what I want to take away. It's back to you. Um, a different one. Shoot it out. Is that a two? That's a two. So yeah, that definitely fails. Yes. Cool. Um, that is. Oh my oh, fuck you, diced. Uh, that's a one damage. Remember, you have a d6 here that you can swap out. Oh, if you is that? Like. Yeah, let's do that. It, can, it literally cannot be worse. Okay. So. Um, what what HP are you at right now? You're at. I'm almost bloodied. <laughs> so you're at what, five? No, five, yeah. Five? Alright. Uh, he takes four points of damage. Dope. Okay, cool. And As then the he spell has to subtract, subtract one D4 saving throw it makes by the end of my next turn. So if I cast it again, he's got a, he's got a, a bane. He's got a bane plus... Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, he's going to try with another fireball. Dope. Because that's he's a he's a one trick pony too. <laughs> yep. Um, and that's a three for a five. That misses. Thank and God. That misses. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and roll the. Yep. Disadvantage. Different memory. With the D four. All right. So it's gonna be minus one, but that's a five, um, six, seven. So six. So that fails. Yep. Go ahead and. This is again. One D six. Oh my god, one damage. <laughs> one no way. 
So he That's takes it again, and he's you at this point like he's in this weird combination of like anger and rage, but also like kind of like not physical pain, but like emotional pain, um, because he's going through and reliving these memories that are being like, and you're just tossing like you're just lobbing them at him, and he's just he's taking them, um, and he goes to. Uh, hurl another firebolt at you. <laughs> what? Natural Thanks, one. Darren. Natural one. Thanks, Darren. And so I do... You're, you're going to learn the, the fun part of natural ones with attack roll spells here. And Taryn may learn okay. at some point, but... Four points as he starts to conjure it, that last little bit of your mind sliver kind of pops, and he loses concentration, and it blows up in his hand. His left or his right side starts to scorch a little bit. The beard, it doesn't, like, disperse or, like, burn off, but, like, the magic just kind of wafts over him, and he takes the damage, and he falls to one knee, and he says, All right. I want to go over to him and kind of bend down to his, bend down on a knee as well, and say, "I, I don't know why I ended up here, or I didn't know, until right now. I, I need, I need you guys. I need all of you." I mean, <laughs> who else is? I got, I got to keep the others in mind. So. Yeah. Right. You do whatever you need to do to keep whatever it'll, that it'll be gone. That was out of my it'll head. It'll be gone. You just keep me alive. I'll do my best. And he claps you on your shoulder on the, the on your shoulder, and like you both start to turn around and face whatever this is you're looking at. Um, and he just disappears. A small path you can now see winding from the entry to this cave down into the lands below. We will start to walk down there. As you step forward and leave the cave... A splash of cold, muggy water washes over your face as you wake up coughing and sputtering in the middle of the street of one of the shittiest, dirtiest, fucking most disgusting places in all of Cantor as this half-work with, like, scars and, like, a half-broken jaw and disfigured and broken nose. Get up, you bum! Get out, of, get out of here! And kind of picks you up and throws you into the street. Oh, you, you muted yourself. I hit a button. I, I muted. He picks I didn't you catch up. Catches the last like two words. Okay. He picks you up and throws you into the street, and you start to stumble, and you fall, and you open up the door, and turn into an inn. And that's 
where your adventure will begin in September. Oh my god! <laughs> awesome. As you have no idea, the one thing, I, the last thing I will, will say is, you have no idea how you got to where you were. Or why awesome. you're here. Can I ask one question that I don't have to wait till September? Yes, please do. How do I feel mentally? How does... Um, I'll respond to it with... I think you kind of know the answer. I do. Um, where is it? I, I'll ask a different question. Do I want to kick that dude's ass? Um, <laughs> not yes and no got not it. right now got it um to answer your question how you feel uh pluribus unum would be the best way to explain it which anybody who wants to figure out how to spell that because i do not have closed captioning good fucking <laughs> luck uh no but yeah dope professor Super hales, dope. professor hales adventure will begin in september Thank you all for watching. Honestly, I did not expect that that well room to take you that long, dude. I was, <laughs> it, it was my own panic that got it. Like, yeah. yeah. But thank you all for watching. Um, yeah, a couple quick shout outs. Thank you for to Brianna Flame, Esoteric, Deltastic, or Dell, and um, oh my god, who's the last one? Um, oh yeah, Adrian von Seigler, Uh for the amazing music art overlays and maps of the lands of Ecrium. Thank you to Dragon Rock RPG for uh, all of the amazing homebrew content that you've helped me make and all the future stuff that we are going to be making. Thank you to uh, Umbral Oculus. Thank you to Terran, even though your dice is still in dice jail and probably will remain there until you're one shot in two weeks. Um, Appreciate it, sis. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, thank you, the initiative order for making all of this possible. Um, and, and just being a great community, uh, and connecting me and all of us with so many great people. Um, yeah, Ronan, any last outros? Hey, I'm Ronan Fox. Uh, I'm still getting used to long hair. Uh, you can find me at Ronan Fox on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I am also on Twitch, um, and it's every Sunday and Monday I stream uh, world building and adventure building content for tabletop RPGs. Um, and just a little tiny, tiny teaser. Um, me and Logan may have something in the pipe uh, for oh, that type of content. About, I thought you were talking about. No, spoopy. yeah, that's I thought you were talking about spoopy things. No, that, I was like, no, that's not, that's not a teaser. <laughs> that's happening Sunday. Don't, don't, we're not teasing that. So come by uh, Initiative Order on Sunday at. Look, I'm terrible with times. I think it's. Uh, I think it's four. I think it's seven. Seven o'clock Pacific. Uh, nope, nope, that's not right. Taryn, just tell them what. Taryn, tell um, tell people. Check my Discord because I'm going to be hyping it up like freaking crazy as well. I can't remember. I, I, I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible with times. Um, I'll be there. You know, on time probably. Um, and that's on Sunday on the Initial Order channel. Um, and that is it. That's it. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, um, oh, actually, you know what? Let me look up the date. Um, also chat, anybody else doing like cool D and D things other than critical role that we could raid right now? While I'm, while I'm looking up when Terrence is, when Terrence is probably going to grow my hair out people. 
Please Just do. Just so I can do this. Um, the next up will be our wonderful Taryn, a.k.a. Velrook, a.k.a. the Umbral of Umbral Oculus. Actually, the Oculus of Umbral Oculus? Yeah, that, I think that makes sure. sense. Yeah, she's the eye. She's like the eye of Sauron, but for like Eldric shit. Um, her one shot with Eden will be on uh, Thursday, August 26th, so two weeks from today. Next week, we're going to take a week off. I'm going to, thankfully, get back into the swing of things um, streaming-wise with all the Ecrium content, and I'll be starting my weeknight, my actual work week schedule, uh, which will come out on probably Sunday, Friday or Sunday, probably, yeah, Sunday. It'll come out. Just check the Discord, follow me on the grams, all that stuff, and all the good stuff, and you'll, you'll get the infos. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ronan. Thank you all for watching. Uh, oh, wait, no, we need to rate somebody. Um, let's look up Dungeons & Dragons really quick. I think, by the way, I think I was sitting here thinking about it. I think it's at, I think it's at seven east, seven eastern. I think that sounds right. I don't, yeah. I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure. But let's go with. Oh, let's go with Hops and Dragons. I was watching them earlier. They do some cool like D and D content type stuff, um, and like talk Ooh. shows. It looks like they're still talking about something soil raid. We'll see what's up. Um, but yeah, thank you all for watching, and see you next time. See you guys.